Welcome, welcome back to Prosy's Corner. Anyone who has been rocking with us since day one knows that one of our frequent guests is the multi-talented Elam B. King. With the hilariously in-your-face guidance that Elam provides, he is now approaching bestseller status for his book, Understanding the Man, Empowering Women with Tools for Lasting Relationships. Hundreds of people reach out to him daily with questions about their dating life, married life, and managing their careers, as Elam is a certified relationship and life coach. When Elam is not cranking out books or sharing knowledge with the masses, he is a loving husband and proud father. The most important lesson that Elam wants to leave you with is how important it is to understand who you are and what you stand for. In this remastered episode from season one, we discuss, why can't we just talk about it? So sit back, grab your favorite beverage and some snacks, and get ready to be educated on how to secure lasting love. Enjoy. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome, everyone. Happy Saturday. This is Prosy's Corner, author Mara Prose. I'm your co-host, Nikki W., Today, we have another fantastic Saturday morning show for you. Um, We have author Elon B. King of Understanding a Man. He's been on several times with great discussions on relationships. And he has started a segment of Asking a Friend. So he's going to come on this morning and talk to us about some of the questions he's gotten from people. And maybe we'll get some questions from others. Good morning, Elon. Welcome. Good morning. How are you? Good. Welcome to the show again. It's good to have you back. Thank you, thank you. It's good to be back. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's always um, a pleasure, and so uh, yeah. I appreciate uh, you guys having me. Of course. You've been very, very busy doing lots of big things lately. You want to fill us in on what's been going on? Oh, man. Um, I think since the last time we talked, there was, have been... Um, different panel events that I've held. And uh, what I have the, the blessed opportunity of doing is partnering with different individuals. Uh, I had one here in Atlanta that um, was so much fun. Um, and so it um, that was back in, I guess I want to say June. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we, so we had a lot of fun with that one. It was on a Sunday. And then I've also had, uh, also went to Vegas. Uh, I saw that. that was a month, yeah, that was about a month ago. And mm-hmm. that one was a lot of fun as well. So, you know, it's just been, uh, and I have one actually coming up on the 20th in Los Angeles. That's mm-hmm. going to be a lot of fun as well. That's going to be um, with uh, Alicia, excuse me, Aisha Goodall and, uh, and also Alicia Harrison. And basically, mm-hmm. in so many words, that's going to be a combination of yoga and some okay. conversation. So it's going to—it's called a, a, a sensual date night. So basically, right. it's going to have some couples, and they are basically going to—we're uh, going to do a little yoga first, and then we're going to have a little conversation. Uh, so that's between different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um, that's that's and that's the key right there to do something that's different, right? Um, right. And uh, so that's going to be in Los Angeles on the twenty, so on the twentieth, 
Um, and, uh, yeah. So, um, other than that, uh, just been little, uh, little things here and there. I had a chance to be at the Women on the Move Summit. Um, uh, when was that? Mm-hmm. Last week before last. That was a lot of fun, mm-hmm. um, with Kim McNair. So, I mean, it's just, it's just been a blessing. I, I, if, if right. it sounds like I'm reaching and grabbing for events, I do because it's like I'm always, you know, fortunately I'm always doing something. <laughs> so, yeah. um, you know, and and it's just really just I'm just walking in the purpose of what I'm supposed to be doing, to be honest with you. So that's pretty much it for me. That's why it's so easy. <laughs> that's why it's so easy when you're walking in your purpose. Tell us about how you got this asking for a friend. You started doing this. Oh, my goodness. Well, actually, it kind of started <laughs> off as for fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and just what happened is that people were asking me questions in my inbox about relationships. Because mm-hmm. when it comes to matters of the heart, to be honest with you, you know, some a lot of a lot of times people are um, maybe a little reserved uh, about it. Right. And so, um, you know, so I'm what they'll do is... Mara, I just want to say hi. I'm on mute, but I'm here. Hey, Mara, how are you? <laughs> Good. I'm doing Mara's here, everybody. Hi, Frozen. Hey, hi, yeah. followers. Hi, everybody. Love you all. I will try to wrap this up really, really fast. I'll be on soon. Uh, okay. So, <laughs> that's so funny. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it started off with just people hitting me in my inbox, people hitting me on Instagram. Hey, you know, what do you think about this? So, uh, you know, so I started... I just named it asking for a friend. And in the beginning, mm-hmm. people just was just like, these aren't real questions. These aren't, these are really your questions. I said, oh, okay. Uh-uh. And I just keep it moving. Like, it's kind of like, okay. Yeah. No, yeah. people really do have these questions. Just because you don't, maybe you should be sitting there and listening. Okay. Right. Instead of worrying about where to quote, what if all the questions did come from me? Now what? They're still real. You know, I mean, the question from last week, people were asking about, hey, you know, dealing with the mother-in-law and um, him constantly, you know, the guy constantly going back and asking, you know, talking to his mom or whatever. And so it's, it was an mm-hmm. issue with that. We've had, um, you know, the one that came from that I posted about a day or two ago, whereas, you know, the, after after sex, okay, well, well, the man finished before the woman, and so he rolled over and went to sleep. And the, so the question was, should... Uh, she feels some kind of way about that. Now, let's just say that that was me coming up with that question. Well, I think all the ladies out there can attest to the fact that they've been probably in that situation. So, um, and if you haven't, just sit tight and you will be in it. So, Uh you know, it's kind of like, okay, so the person is asking for advice. I mean, it's just people just, they just waste time on little minor details where at the end of the day, this is something that you really want to ask and, and maybe know about for when you come across the situation. But that's the reason why that when it comes to matters of the heart, that's the reason why that uh, we have the statistics that are 50% inside of the U.S. and 70% inside of the minority community because people swear they know everything. So they don't want to go and get, get, get help. And then it's too late. Oh, by the time mm-hmm. they want to do it, it's too late, and people only go to counseling at that point so that the counselor can tell the per- can tell the other person what they need to do, not themselves. So the commentary you're listening to is between Nikki W. and Elam B. King. Unfortunately, I was not able to be a large contributor to this episode due to outside obligations at the time of recording. 
However, I do want to comment on this topic at hand. I often wonder why is it so hard for couples to communicate, especially when it comes to intimacy? What makes us share our lives, our bodies, our finances so easily with partners, yet we shy away from discussing our needs that are not being met? As Elam stated, we all will have the same experiences in some form or fashion throughout our relationships. Why commit if you can't articulate your feelings to your significant other? This is just something to ponder. Now back to our regularly scheduled show. I say that all the time. Everyone needs counseling. Yeah. yeah. Everybody needs counseling. We all need it. We all have mm-hmm. something wrong mm-hmm. with us. If you don't think you do, then that right there is a problem. So you need to get exactly. counseling on the fact that you don't think you need counseling. You know what I'm saying? I mean, seriously. Yeah. Uh, I actually had a chance, speaking of counseling, is kind of spinning this off into a coaching session. Um, and mm-hmm. so, you know, for for couples, for pre-marriage um, counseling, for and things of that nature, I have, you know, had an opportunity of spinning my business into that as well. So I mm-hmm. actually met with a client before this call and meeting with one right after this call. And so that's, nice. and that's very rewarding for me because I get a mm-hmm. chance to share information with other people about, um, right. you know, what, what, uh, what has helped me and hopefully be able to help them as well. So it, that one has been very, very, very rewarding. I never thought that I would be in the situation of being able to share my testimony, my story, and actually help people. Anyone who has followed me or read my book, The Journey to Mara Prose, is well aware that I am a strong advocate for counseling and therapy. I wish I had gone to couples counseling prior to my marriage, but when you're young, like Elam said, you think you have it all figured out. There is a stigma around mental health in the African American community for seeking guidance from trained counselors. We want to be seen as being made of steel and unbreakable, all the while we are going through turmoil inside. I encourage all of my listeners to not be ashamed of therapy. Everyone needs it. Both of my children are in therapy, not for any serious issues, but mainly for life coaching and learning how to cope with the nuances of adult life. Think about it. Now back to our show. Well, I was going to ask Elam, um, so with this asking for a friend, mm-hmm. how, did you, how did you start that? I mean, do people um, just did they start inboxing you? And yeah, then that's you... really what it was. People send me emails. People, you know, use social media. Hey, what do you think about this? And so I was, you know, I I, I think I'm going to start wearing that T-shirt um, straight out of free advice. But uh, right. <laughs> so but that's the next T-shirt that I'm about to get. But um, you know, but I would come back and answer them or whatever because one of the blessings that I've had a chance of stumbling into, I would basically say, is that, um, you know, if you ever want to start from step one of perhaps some of the reasons why that your relationship is not moving in the direction that you want it to, um, nine times out of ten it's because there's a, there, number one, people are not walking in their purpose. 
And when you're walking in your purpose, it creates a totally different type of person, your level of gratitude, your level of happiness, which is a word that we all run into in our latter portion of the year, saying, oh, okay, we want to break up or get divorced from so-and-so because we're not happy. It is not your spouse's responsibility or your boyfriend's responsibility to make you happy. That's your responsibility. It's their responsibility right. to compliment your happiness. So what I find inside mm-hmm. of a lot of relationships is that a lot of people are not walking inside of their purpose, and then they're leaning on their spouse to complete an area that is virtually impossible for that person to complete. And so um, I want to just say to everybody, that when it comes to what I'm doing from a, a coaching perspective, here's the, here's the question I always ask people when they, when they say, okay, well, you know, I, I think I'm walking in my purpose, but I don't know. If you could do what you do for free, if all your bills were paid, would you do it for free? And my answer is yes. I could do this all day long. As long as my bills were paid, I could. And so that's what lets you know that you're walking, you know, when you're utilizing your talent, there's a level of positive energy um, that comes from that that exudes to other people and that actually exudes to your spouse as well. Because, you know, we spend most of our time at work, nine to five, and that place can be draining or it can be adding value back to you. So when you walk through the door and you're at zero and you expect your spouse to take you to 100, that's not possible. They're lucky if they can take you up 25%. So you, if you're walking in your purpose throughout the day, you're actually gaining fuel from what you're doing so you're not as tired. So that's why at some point your body might need rest, but you're not hearing the constant phrase, I'm tired. So when you keep hearing somebody talking about, I'm tired, that is a glaring sign that that person is not walking in their purpose because you won't be tired all the time. You won't. Sometimes you're just going to move just off of sheer energy. So, yeah. Do you find, Elon, that you're getting asked like the same type of questions over and over? Or is there like some questions that that have just come to you and you're like, wow, do I even want to touch this? Well, every now and then I'll get a headbanger, all right? But, um, again, I guess because the, the, what I'm walking in from a, from a, a purpose perspective, the only thing I'll have to do is wait a few seconds and let the Holy Spirit download what he, wants to, what he or she wants me to have. And so once that happens, then I'm able to continue on. But, I mean, the top three reasons why that people um, get a divorce and or breakup um, is uh, infidelity is number one, finances is number two, and communication is number three. And communication and infidelity bounce back and forth between number one and number three. Everybody Mm. wants to be grown until it's time to communicate. So a lot of times it comes down to just simply people having conversation. And so even the question yesterday, whereas, okay, the guy, you know, reaches climax before you, okay, well, you know, maybe the next day you need to have a conversation about that. Or, you know, if it's something that's, ongoing continuous let them know hey you know i'm not getting mine some people don't want to have that conversation you just expect him to think that maybe he doesn't even know whether you had an orgasm or not maybe he figures figures that you did so maybe he figures that you were good so why not have the Mm -hmm. conversation with him hey buddy you're coming up short uh we need to work on this why can't we have these conversations but we're embarrassed to do it, then we're mad and we're fussing and complaining to our friends, but we're like, did you talk to him about that? Okay, and if you talked to him once, did you talk to him about it again? Oh, and did you talk to him about it again? What makes you think that a partnership that's for lifetime is you can just have a conversation about something one time and it just gets fixed? 
well, where, where do you have a conversation with anybody once and they get it? Not a child, not a grown-up, on average. So, yes, yeah, certain conversations, yeah, maybe you can grab a hold of But I'm just saying, you're talking about a lifetime. Sometimes you're going to have to follow back up, have, a, have another conversation about it. Maybe you need to switch it up. You just figure that your stuff turns into sunshine, right, and that, you know, you – and so does everybody, right? Everybody thinks their stuff is the best, right? But why not have conversation about this so that we know that we're on the same page? Hey, you know what? If um, you didn't reach your, you know, climax during this time, okay, follow up. So next time he knows that he's got to put in a little bit of extra work or she got to put in some extra work. But you're probably uh-huh. going to hear me talk about bottom line is that this is really simple. Let's just talk about it. Yeah. Why is it difficult yeah. for us to have a sexual or intimate conversation? It should not be difficult for couples to have that. No. And if That's it true. is, think- well, then, well, then grow up. You know, everybody's, again, everybody's grown until it's time to communicate. You just think that this, he's just supposed to know your body? No. Half mm-hmm. of the time, you don't even know your own body. Mm-hmm. So you don't even know uh, some of the things that it takes to get you to that level. So, you know, it takes two to make a thing go right. That's real. <laughs> okay, it's not just a song. That's real. So do your part, and then your part does come along with communication. So that's when I respond back. I normally post, wait a couple of days because it gets a little buzz on Instagram or Facebook or whatever. Um, uh, and certain conversations is just funny like this one. I didn't get too many responses because there's a lot of people who don't even have an answer, so they're sitting there waiting for it. So they don't know, so they're not saying anything. So right. and that's okay. Um, at least some people are listening. So I mean, here's the thing: if we're gonna get these relate, if we're gonna get these communities right, we got to get these relationships right. If we got to get these relationships right, we got to get ourselves right. So you know, when something happens in these streets and we get cut down, people are quick to hashtag whose lives matter. And then when you're really talking about what's for the cause like simple communication, that's how you can do your part. You might not have any volunteer hours, okay? You might not tithe. You might not give back to your community, uh, you know, mm-hmm. just from a volunteering perspective, right? Okay, how about you give back to the community by staying together? Create children with higher self-esteem. Create children with uh, more self-worth. That comes from uh, when mom and dad are in the home. That's That's – you know, I know different people have different sexual preferences. That's all good. The stats that speak right now is that when mom and dad are in the home, it produces stronger children. That's how you can help your community. Produce stronger mm-hmm. children by just staying together. But and that know, comes why from... Why do you think it's so hard for us to communicate, though? Why is that so hard in relationships? Well, I'm going to give you uh, a conversation that I had yesterday. All right? So let's just take the love languages. Right? Right. Uh, so you guys know about the love languages? Yeah. There's five yeah. of them. There's five mm-hmm. love languages. Anybody listening, mm-hmm. just go to Google and Google them, right? All right. So me and Mara are dating, right? And so when when we're dating, uh, what I'm what I'm doing is that, um, you know, you have to understand, in order for you to start loving me, in order for you to like me, right, I'm going to start doing all five buckets of the love language, right? I'm buying you things. I'm complimenting you. I'm, you know, coming, you know, maybe changing the oil on your car, uh, acts of kindness. You know what I'm saying? I'm, uh, you know, you know, we're having relations or whatever from a physical touch perspective. I'm spending quality Mm -hmm. time. So I'm hitting all the buckets, right? So you're feeling me. Now, 
I don't know what my love language is, and you don't know what yours is. But I'm hitting all these buckets that society says you're supposed to do. Do something for the person, you know, be nice, you know, if you have sex or whatever, have some type of intimacy relationship, all these different buckets, right? Okay. Now, we, when we hook up, and then, you know what, now you, now you love me, right? Now we get married, right? Okay, but now after you get married, you settle into really what was always your love language. So your love language was one of those five that I was hitting. But I don't know which one was the biggest one because I'm hitting all five buckets, right? But after right. we get married, now you're going to go to who you really are, and that bucket might just be quality time. Now, once you settle into what your love language is, I'm still hitting all the buckets, or maybe I'm only hitting two or three buckets, but I'm missing the quality time. That's why you turn around and you hear somebody say, you've changed. Mm-hmm. They didn't change. You just didn't know what really made this person hit on all cylinders because you were hitting all the buckets. So you never found out really how to love the person. You never really found out how you can be loved. So now you're married, and it's two, three years later, and you're saying that the person has changed. They haven't really changed. They remain who they always were. You just didn't have the tools to identify exactly the way to love this person or receive love. Because simultaneously, the other person is missing your bucket too. They don't understand which one it is. So you've never changed. You were just who you were. You just were not intentional in your dating. So if you're not intentionally dating, then you walk into a marriage and you don't know what's going on. God forbid if you've missed pre-marriage counseling where some of this would have came out and been identified. Mm-hmm. So That's we're true. not investing the time to even read, let alone to spend a little change for a seminar mm-hmm. or a workshop to identify who we really are. We swear we know us and we don't. We don't know ourselves. So that's the reason why. I mean, the stats are what they are. 50% in the U.S., 70% in the minority community. So you're walking into a game, okay, which is marriage. It's a game, okay, just like dating. It's a game. So any other place, any other uh, team, when they have a 70% chance of losing, how do they practice the week before? How do they practice two weeks before with intensity? Because there's a very high probability of them losing the game. So we'll do that with sports. And if you have a 70% chance of not getting the interview, you will interview harder. You will study harder. If you have a 70% chance of not passing the test, you will study harder. But when it comes to our relationships, we have a 70% chance of losing, and we don't even want to do counseling. We don't even have a mentor. And this is a lifetime decision, the biggest business and emotional decision that you will ever make it will affect everything forever and we don't have a coach we don't have a mentor we don't have counseling but and I we're think not people trained just don't think do of it. it as a long term yeah they don't they just think that you know we're gonna they, fall in love and get married you know, it's fine yeah got all these options that are out here right like like yeah, divorce is cheap yeah. it's not cheap mentally yeah. it's not cheap physically <laughs> it's not cheap financially period you know what I'm saying? And so so we have to think about, and, and that's part of it is that uh, the baby boomers, you know, even though they remain tough in their marriages, they did not pass on an understanding, okay, of how we really want to, um, you know, uh, 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 well, there was, some, there was some key tools that were missed um, mm-hmm. because they were of the era of you just get together and you just stay together forever. Hate them or love them. 
Right. right. But now, because there's so much information, we're in the information age, and people feel like they have options, they have choices. And you really do, but your options and your choices start while you're intentionally dating. You don't just date mm-hmm. to date. If, you, if you're not ready to date, just don't date. Just go keep trying to be great. Go walk in your purpose mm-hmm. first, go, or go, go get on the path of walking towards that first. Fall in love and get married. That's BS. You don't fall in love. That's how you mess up. Because if you fall, and falling means you weren't headed for it. You didn't know it was coming. Well, why? Why didn't you know? You're putting your time and energy into somebody else. Time, the one thing that you will never get back. And you're not going to date intentionally. No, you should be allowing yourself to be loved and love. You be intentional about it so you know, okay, this is the person that you know they're hitting these different buckets that I like different areas they can give and receive my love language okay let me allow myself to fall for this person i mean excuse me let me allow right. myself to love this person yeah. not fall in mm-hmm. love and get married come on that's like meeting prince charming and then you ride off and everything's all good forever that's come on we're grown now we know that's bs yeah. that's like that's like yeah. getting a job and climbing the corporate ladder and becoming a president that's bs i mean come on we got to look at these narratives that are out here that we see that we're like, oh, no, that's not real. But when it comes to matters of the heart, we're like, oh, mm, mm, and we want the little. That's why so many people were watching the marriage of the little lady overseas, the, 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 oh, the, yeah. the princess. They're yeah. like, oh, it's such a love story. You know what? Because people caught up in the drama of it. They don't recognize what's the real behind this thing. That's why that stuff so sells. That's why Match.com will make money forever. Because people really feel like that they can match themselves up with somebody and it's going to work. No. We have about three minutes and or <laughs> so. I don't want it to cut you off. No, no. <laughs> I don't want it to cut you off. I want you to be able to get your information out there so people can be able to contact you and still buy your book. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, you can definitely follow me on uh, social media, Elam B. King. Uh, on Instagram and um, on Facebook as well. That's my personal Facebook. And uh, also, we have Understanding a Man fan page. You can just uh, follow us on Understanding a Man. Um, and uh, you can, of course, go to understandingaman.com. And um, the book is seventeen ninety nine. And we will get it shipped off to you as soon as possible, signed copy and shipped off to you. Um, uh, you know, you guys, I want to thank you so much because you know, it's always fun to come on. I guess I can get a little diarrhea of the mouth sometimes and just go, but this but is just a topic that about I... It, so it's okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah people, people, people know where you're coming from. They can understand. So they were like, you know, I'm by this man's book because he, he's passionate about this. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, so I, and it's, it's so much fun. I, did, I never expected to have this much fun and impacting lives. Just, it's, it, you know, it's, it, it's, just God driven, so I'm excited right. for what's to come. I have another book coming out um, called Conversations for Your Soul. It's a co- collaboration with two other author- authors, um, Deidre Allen and Monica Elam. And so that's going to be okay. a lot of fun. And then stay tuned, there's going to be a, another Understanding a Man coming in the spring. So, shh. Wow. We thank you, Elam, once again. You're always a pleasure when you come on. We love your conversations thank you. and thank you for having me. I try me. to answer all your que- try to answer your your single people questions when you pop them up asking for a friend. I can't answer <laughs> nothing for married couples, so I'm, I'm glad you post them. I appreciate it. I mean, when you got people at church that come up to you and say, 
I'm so excited for you asking for a friend. It does so much for me. Yeah. So thank you so much. I'm yeah. like, huh? All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, 